I'm a little bit um, congested this morning, but I hope I can carry on. Let me uh, tell you, the first thing is when uh, the service is over, do not remove the chairs today. Uh, we, the sanctuary is without heat, and so there's a possibility we may have to, if we can't get it cranked up, we may have to come over here for the 11 o'clock service. So if you'll just leave your chairs in place and everything in place, okay? Okay. All right. We got all kind of mechanically inclined people here. They might get this thing cranked up before 11. We don't know, but right now it's not working. The, uh, <clears throat> um, let's see. One second. Well, I got a bunch of announcements. Maybe the other thing will come to me in a minute. Okay. Still need greeters for this service. Sign-up sheet is in, on the back table. Now, that's a pretty easy thing to volunteer for. You just say hello and hand people a bulletin. So I hope we can get some volunteers. If you have a prayer request this morning, if you'll raise your hand, we have uh, someone who will come by and pick up your prayer card. I want to remind you that coming up, I'm going to do these in order, okay? This afternoon, confirmation class begins at 4.30. Reminder for confirmands. This Wednesday, supper at 6. Supper at 6 this Wednesday. Okay, here's a prayer request over here. Next Sunday, next Saturday, excuse me, daylight saving times begins. Daylight saving times, that means you, uh, what's that mean? You spring forward, spring forward. Maybe we can... Maybe getting that extra hour of daylight will help move this winter weather on out of here, huh? Into the, move it to another part of the world. All right. Also next Sunday, is we'll recognize our Girl Scouts. But the most important part of that is they bring cookies. So you bring money and appetites. Cookies next Sunday. I think I got that right. And then on the 15th, Ellen... Birthday bash. Now, here's what the ticket looks like. Isn't that beautiful? Now, it's only $5. Here's what a picture of the T-shirt looks like. Tickets and orders for T-shirts can be done right now today after this service. You can see Katie or Paige. Okay? We hope you'll come be part of this live auction, um, uh, uh, live entertainment, excuse me, silent auction, dinner, birthday cake, ice cream, that's five dollars. That's the way we're going to raise some money, and then the T-shirts are by, based on the prices, on the sizes, and so forth and so on. So we hope and pray that you'll get behind that and make that a big, a big deal for as part of our Lenten special Lenten uh, uh, offering. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm really mismatched this morning, <laughs> but you know what? I did this on purpose. How many of you think it's white and gold I have on? Anybody see that on the internet this week? Or is it black and black and blue? <laughs> My wife left before I did. That's what's wrong. Will you stand and sing with us?
his glory. Will you turn and greet your neighbor and children come forward for the children's sermon? We had a request, so <laughs> hold on. Good morning. Did we have some really cold weather this week? What fell out of the sky? Yep, so we went to school. We didn't go to school. We went to school. We didn't go to school. I was not a happy person. But anyhow, spring should almost be here. Now, a lot of people love the snow, not me. I think it's beautiful to look out the window and watch like the red cardinals feed on the bird feeders because of the snow covering everywhere. And I love to watch my little wiener dog, Milo, go out and dive in the snow. But I want to stay inside where it's nice and warm and toasty by the fireplace. Now, Riley, on the other hand, likes to do something else. So I'm going to pass this over to her, and this is her first time doing this, so can you be good listeners for her? Um, have you guys ever built a snowman before? Yes. Um, how do you make a snowman? Uh, we just started out with, first. the first time we started out with Olaf. With Olaf. Would you be our snowman? Oh. Ryan likes the name and Frosty. Okay, well here, come here. We're gonna let you be our snowman. Alright, go ahead, Ryan. Okay, so first we build three snowballs. The lower body is bigger, then you have the middle body, which is in between, and then the head is small. And then how do you decorate a snowman? With the nose and and the skull and carrot nose. Yeah. All right, we're going to see if we can make you a snowman. Oh, when you make the snowman, in the end, the snowman just melts when the snow melts. She melts. All right, we're ready. Um, anyone can make a snowman, but only God can make a real person. In Genesis, we find the story of when God made the very first man. Listen as we read, read Genesis 2, 7. Then the Lord formed man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. God was able to give, a, give life to his creation by breathing into man the breath of life. Only God can give life. 
Let's bow our heads and thank God for creating us and giving us life. Thank you, God, for creating us, living, loving us, and giving us life. We love you, God. Amen. Good job, Riley. <laughs> and Michelle, I'm with you. Let's go to the Bahamas any day now, right? <laughs> Let us bow our heads in prayer. <clears throat> oh God, in your mercy, hear the prayers of these thy people. Everlasting God, you don't hide from us. You come to us. You call upon us. You bring us all the good things of life. And we lift up our praise to you this day as a part of your family. We worship you. We're reminded this day of the covenant that you made with us. Uh, you've made several covenants with us, but reminded of the most important covenant, the one that says that with forgiveness comes paradise. As we look and follow Christ on the cross, this Lenten season. But we must admit, O oh Lord, that we've not been obedient. We've denied your truth. We failed to take up our own cross in obedience to your word. So we pray, O oh Lord, this day that you give us once more mercy. Mercy and forgiveness of the most important, some Holy Spirit power to do the things you'd have us to do. Help us to be the people you've called us to be. Now, we know that Jesus had to suffer many things, be rejected and die, that our salvation might be won. Today, many suffer. <clears throat> Today, from body, mind, and spirit. And we pray, O oh Lord, for each one. It's on our prayer list. And we pray for all those in our hearts now. And we pray especially this day for a husband having surgery. We pray for a young man who has a bone infection in his foot. And he'll be on IV for six weeks. We pray for total healing with no surgery. We pray for Karen, who just came through a very difficult surgery. Lord, we pray for these and all things in your name. Comfort all of us, O oh Lord, that not only those that we lift up for you, but all of us and deliver us. For we know that you hear us, for we pray in your name. And as you taught us to pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. Luke, Luke chapter 23 is where we find the second word. 
beginning at verse 39, it says, One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We're punished justly, for we're getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we thank you this day for many things. Especially we thank you for your son Jesus Christ. Who did die and rise for us. And whose hope is our salvation. We pray in your name. Amen. Now we started this series... Uh, last week, in the first uh, word we found was forgiveness, and we saw that Christ forgave the very people who were torturing him, and that forgiveness led him to pray to his Father on their behalf. Now, this is a forgiveness that's only possible because the Father and him were so connected. The Father dwelt in him, and he dwelt in the Father. This kind of forgiveness is only possible in our lives if we also dwell with Christ that way. If Christ dwells in us, and we dwell in Christ. Today we move on to the second statement. I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. Now what happened before Jesus said this, that's really important for us to see. Everyone was mocking Jesus. Uh, Everyone around him was making fun of him. Even one of the criminals was making fun of him. And yet this one criminal did not. And I believe it's the lesson that can be found in this uh, scene today is this. He had a healthy fear of God. The one criminal had a healthy fear of God. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. I believe without a healthy fear of the Lord, I don't believe a person will ever progress to the point of asking Christ into his life. I don't think a person will ever progress to the point of asking for forgiveness without a healthy fear of the Lord. The one criminal had no hope of finding salvation. He seemed to have no hope of life after death. Even facing certain death, he belittled Christ and mocked Christ because he had lived a life of respecting and fearing no one. And this is the fact. This is the problem. And Jesus has said to us earlier, in Luke it's recorded, where he was talking and preaching to the disciples and others who were listening, that he said, do not be afraid of those who can kill the body. This is in Luke 12, 4. He says, but fear him who after the body has been killed has the power to throw you into hell. That's Jesus' words to the people. There are far too many people, I believe, living in the world today who fear all the wrong things. They fear what people think of them more than they fear what the Lord thinks of them. They fear what other people will say uh, more than they fear what God will say. 
Whatever a men or women will say or do to you will only be temporary, my friends. But the judgment of God and the salvation of God, either one, the judgment or the salvation, will last for an eternity. So it's important, I believe, to see from the cross today that if you that you should not fear man, but have a healthy fear of the Lord. It is the beginning of knowledge. It is the beginning of salvation. That's the first lesson. The second lesson I see came also from the other from the other thief. That thief said in his witness that day was we are being punished justly. We're getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. He could see his own guilt clearly. And he could see the innocence of Christ. To me, this is a very important, another very important step in our faith walk is for us to understand our own guilt, our own sinfulness, our own shortcomings, and our own sin. And for us to see that Christ is innocent. That Christ is the innocent one who took those things in place of us. When we can see that and really come to grips with that, I'm telling you, that's a powerful thing. I have seen people break down into tears that were the type that you might say, well, let's see, I don't want to stereotype anybody, but say a Hell's Angels motorcycle type of character. Okay? Brought to tears when he come to realize that Christ was innocent and yet he took his guilt upon himself. You see, it's important. When we come to realize our guilt and sin, we can then bring Christ into our heart. We can have victory over our sinful nature. It's important for us to see our own guilt. And it's just as important for us to see that Christ is innocent. Max Lucado is one of my favorite inspirational writers, and he wrote a book called Six Hours on Friday. And I want to quote a line from it. He said, We are guilty, and he is innocent. We are filthy, and he is pure. We are wrong, and he is right. He is not on that cross for his sins. He is there for ours. End of quote. The second thief understood this and, and teaches us that we should recognize our own guilt and the innocence of Christ. And the third lesson I think that comes from this scene on the cross comes in verse 42 of the text. There, that second thief says, Jesus, remember me. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Now, at the face of that, that might not seem very incredible, but it's really very incredible. The disciples, you have to realize at this moment, at this scene, with Jesus on the cross, speaking these last few words before he dies, what he's looking out upon is those who jeered him, those who murdered him, the soldiers, the people who are against him, and only two people there in front of him that were not part of the crowd against him. And that was the disciple John, often described as the 
disciple that Jesus loved and his mother and, and Jesus' mother, Mary. So what's incredible about this is that the disciples and the followers of Jesus, those who had been with him for three years, had left this building, had left the scene. They saw no hope in Christ dying on the cross. In their despair and fear, they abandoned Christ and no one was left but his mother and John at the foot of the cross. And yet this man, this criminal, this second thief, says to Christ, remember me when you come into the kingdom. That tells me many things. It tells me that even though Christ was on the cross and was in the process of dying, this other man had come to the realization that this wasn't the end. This is not the end of this man hanging between him and his fellow criminal. Who ever would have thought that this common criminal would have more faith that moment than the disciples who had followed Jesus? But that's exactly what we have here in this scene. I think it's pretty incredible. Jesus had even told them on many occasions, you remember just a few weeks ago, he said, he told them as they were coming off the Mount of Transfiguration. You know, don't say anything about this till I, uh, till I rise again. Jesus told them clearly once he resolutely turned to go to meet his face, faith that I must die and that God the Father will raise me from the dead. I believe that and have faith in that. And yet the disciples had so little. They thought it was over. Now there's a lesson right there for us. One of the things I have found out as a pastor is that oftentimes people who have never grown up in the church, have never had any Bible study to amount to anything, never went to Sunday school, never really had much of opportunity to understand and to know those biblical stories. And yet, when they come to faith in Christ Jesus, when they finally, that light goes off or whatever, that spark ignites in their heart, they sometimes have a stronger and more, a stronger faith and are more on fire than people who've grown up in the church and been in the church every day of their life that they could be. And it's amazing to me how different sometimes their witness and discipleship is from our us seasoned Christians. Us seasoned Christians have a tendency to let the excitement of our faith just go away. We let, we let the strength of our faith just fade away. And only seem to call upon it in the worst of circumstances. When we all of a sudden are faced with a serious crisis of health or some other serious crisis in our life, all of a sudden we get faith. It's important for us to hear today that when Jesus, if Jesus is to say to us, today you will be with me in paradise, we have to not only believe what Jesus is saying, but we've got to have the faith that is exhibited in a life of good works, a life here and now, all the way till the end. 
The question always comes back to us, do we believe it? The choice is always before us. There were two people there that day who saw that scene, who were hanging there because they were guilty. One saw and chose the Lord Jesus Christ. One mocked Him and went to His eternal damnation. Christ has made us promises that we must hold on to and we must not let go of. Christ told us in John 14 that in my Father's house are many rooms, and if it were not so, I would have told you it was not so. But I told you that there are many rooms, and I'm going there and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you can be where I am. That is one of the most beautiful promises the Lord makes to us as recorded in Gospel of John 14, 1-3. The question is, do we believe it? You know, that Scripture is used lots of times at funerals for a very good reason. Because people at a funeral service are have confronted all of a sudden their mortality in the mortality of their loved ones or their friend. And it's a wonderful time for us as pastors to remind them Jesus' promise that it's not too late for you. Do you have the faith of the criminal on the cross that day? Do you believe that this life is truly not the end? Do you believe in another kingdom beyond this world? These questions have to be asked by us as we listen to Jesus from the cross this Lenten season. Now the last thing I I think I want you to see from this Scripture is this. And again, the thief helps us with Jesus' words about today in paradise. The the thief says, Lord, remember me. And by doing that, he, he shows us that it's never too late. It's never too late. It's never too late to repent and turn from your sin. It's never too late to renew your commitment to Christ Jesus. It's never too late to take Christ into your heart. He said, will you remember me? And Jesus did not say, well, I'm sorry, but you hadn't been in church the whole entire life. I'm sorry you haven't ever called on me before now. I'm sorry you should have turned to me earlier in your life. Jesus didn't say that, did He? Jesus didn't say that. The thief said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus says, today you will be with me in paradise. Christ could see the genuineness in His heart and He forgave Him and He offered Him paradise that day. It's never too late to turn to Christ. It's never too late for us to realize that He will give us the gift of salvation if we're sincere. But let me make something very clear or I wouldn't be a very good minister. You're playing a very dangerous game if you decide to wait to the last moment of your life 
to ask for Jesus' help. First of all, it takes a conscious decision. Okay? It takes a conscious decision to put it off, and it takes a conscious decision to ask for it. And one would have to say that if you have consciously decided not to bring the Lord into your heart until the very last moment of your life, you would, someone will almost have to question how sincere you are. The second thing is you don't know when that last breath's going to be taken. You must understand another thing about this scene on the cross that day when Jesus utters these words, and that's simply this. This thief had no idea that day when he was brought out to be crucified and hung there on that cross for the crimes that he had committed, getting to just punishment under Roman law that day, he had no clue that between him and the other criminal would be the creator of the world. He never expected this encounter, and I don't think any of us can expect that type of encounter, and yet that's what occurred. So I encourage you today that don't put off whatever you need to do to make yourself right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Now finally, I want to say this. I do believe that when the Lord Jesus says today, He means today. Uh, lots of times people say to me, how can you say that that person laying there in that casket is now in heaven? You know, right there's the person. We can see him. And I say to them that you have to remember that God is beyond time and space, the constraints of such things. To God, all are alive. <clears throat> this person is alive. That spirit is with God. At the moment it leaves the body, there is no doubt our spirits return to be with our Creator and there is no doubt that to God, that person is alive. There is no doubt that there is a judgment. So I pray this day simply this. I pray that we will all come to realize the innocence of Christ on the cross who took our guilt upon ourselves, upon Himself. And I pray that you'll have a faith that death isn't the end and not to fear death. I pray that you will always believe that Christ has a kingdom and is not of this world. And I pray that you will realize that it's not too late to always turn and to return to Jesus Christ. And then finally, I just hope you will remember that the second word, paradise, always follows the first word from Christ on the cross. First word is forgiveness. Always followed by the second word, paradise. Next week, we'll look at the third word. Amen. Let us respond now and stand and affirm our faith. Let us join our voices together. Y'all had to help me out. My voice is weak. We are not alone.
We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in Jesus the Word made flesh to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We are called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, <clears throat> to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, and life in death and life beyond death. God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. Let our ushers come forward and receive our offerings. Place where 
Will you stand and sing with us? Sorry about that. keep you. May the Lord turn this day and smile at you. May the Lord give you his peace. Amen. in the palm. 
a great week. Why does it? I feel like your guitar always goes out of tune. Like, what's is it? New strings or something? Or no, it never goes out of tune, especially while it's like sitting in one spot in the same. Because I wasn't it when when Chandler was playing it the other night. Wasn't it? Oh, it wasn't. Uh, Got it all out of whack. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Y